0: The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.
1: And welcome everybody another round of Ask the Medical Experts. That's right. This is all in relation, of course, to the great medical institution out in the East End. It is called the Peconic Bay Medical Center. That's right, the old PBMC. And uh, today, uh, and each and every week, you know, we uh, we give you an expert in their perspective field as far as uh, all that uh, they do to make this hospital run as it does. We have an old friend on the line uh, for today, uh, for today's episode. Uh, an old uh, guest who has been with us repeatedly over the years. We call him the salt and the swat. Also known as Peter Salton, Dr. Peter Salton, happens to be an orthopedic surgeon at the PBMC, and he is the focal point on today's show. And, Doctor, we thank you. It's good to have you back, and a good, good Happy New Year to you and yours.
0: Great, thank you. Happy New Year to you as well, and everybody out there.
1: Indeed. Doc, let's get into it. You specialize in hip and knee replacements. Uh, what it seems to be the common practice these days? Uh, the unique. This about the treatment of the level of care the PBMC provides for these replacements. Uh, they are on another level, it seems. You know?
0: Sure. Yeah. No way. We've been doing it now. We developed. I uh, came here and I'm at 19 years, and we started the program, so uh, we've got uh, a lot of experience, and we treat over 1,000 people a year at this point. We went from 66 people the first year to 1,200 this year, so uh, we seem to be doing something that attracts the people.
1: Well, you're doing it right without question, I'll tell you that much. And again, it's common practice. People seem to get this done like it's nothing. But give me some of the symptoms. Let the audience know the symptoms, doctor, as far as someone who may experience uh, something that can lead to this type of replacement in the hip of the knee.
0: Sure. I think most of them know when they need a surgery, nothing is subtle about it. They have trouble with just about everything in life, meaning they can't walk, they can't sit, they can't do stairs. It disrupts sleep and the hip. It's the groin. You'll get a couple of people saying, oh, it's in my backside or my back, and that's not the hip. Mm-hmm. Even though people think it is, it's not. And x-rays tell us all. And the knees, they just—they have a whole lot of trouble. They can't get around, can't do the fun things, can't play with the grandkids or tennis, et cetera. So people who need these things, it's not a question. They know when they need it. They know what they need. They've kind of, let's say, been through all the uh, steps to get to us.
1: So it's almost as if everybody knows kind of their own body, they get a sense, and all of a sudden, uh, you know what, you got to do something about it. So uh, even if you are experiencing these types of symptoms, replacement, not always the best option. Uh, is so, that correct? And, and if yeah. so, what are some of the uh, alternative uh, treatment yeah, methods? You always
0: want to do the things you can do before a surgery. Surgery is your last option. It's right. very effective, but... You know, if you can say, well, I can just take some Advil once in a while and be fine, well, then that's what you do, because surgery is a major undertaking. As much as we've made it a routine thing to do, it's still a major undertaking. We've just done it in a way that makes it routine, but we Mm. encourage everybody to to do everything before they consider a surgery. And In fact, it's pretty much required to do six months of something other than surgery to get to surgery, because we want to make sure you've done everything you can for yourself other than getting a surgery.
1: Yeah. Uh, you listen you're right uh, the last uh, last thing on the docket would be to have the surgery and that's when all else is failed uh, without question Dr. Peter Salton with us orthopedic surgeon extraordinaire over the PBMC Doc give me a sense as far as the process itself what does the, uh, the hip the knee replacement process and recovery typically entail
0: sure so I mean the first thing is obviously the consultation we see the people at our offices which are All over the East End at this point, I think we probably have six, seven, eight, not even sure. And we get our x-rays, make sure that the person has enough disease to warrant a surgery and then their symptoms warrant it and they've done everything they need. And then we schedule them out, usually a month to two or three, uh, because it takes time to get prepared, have them get all the T's crossed, the I's dotted, meaning the regular doctor says everything's okay, the heart doctor says everything's okay. And then when we actually get the surgery it's really not a long long surgery. We do these within 30 minutes to one hour uh, because we're laser focused. We do it over and over and over. And then we have the patient out by the next morning and they start up their therapy at their home. And then they'll go to a therapy place near their home or around the hospital for a month or two. And then they're set.
1: And uh, away they go without uh, without question. So there, there you go as far as uh, the process itself, what about the different types, Dr. Salton, of materials that uh, hip and knee replacements can be made of? Give me a sense sure. of that, and also, what determines which type of material they use?
0: Sure. So, most of them are titanium. I mean, that's your space-age metal. I mean, yeah. you know, Apple finally caught on, caught on and then made the new iPhone out of titanium, and we've been doing it for 20 years for the hips and knees, or let's say the companies who make it have been doing that for 20 years. So, titanium is the metal probably the best thing out there. It's super light and super strong. I think they say it's one-third the weight of steel, but three times as strong. So titanium is doing something right. And it's been a space-age material, uh, I guess, since it was discovered. Uh, And things like the space shuttle, etc. And uh, now it's made it to an Apple product. Um, So we like it for our joints because it's super light, super strong, and it'll basically last the person the rest of their lives in most instances. Um, In addition to that, sometimes we put some ceramic parts uh, if the person's very young, we may lean that way, but not necessarily. The metals do very, very, very well. Um, so mostly, we're looking at titanium for what we do.
1: Gotcha. Important there. Titanium seems to be the uh, the metal of choice for so many things. Not only that, but iPhones too. Now, uh, titanium is certainly uh, one that holds up. Now, following a successful replacement, uh, doctor. Uh, Following that replacement, uh, how does the hospital follow up with the patients to ensure that it's, you know, everything's working accordingly?
0: Sure. So uh, when you have a big program, you're generally going to have people that follow every step. So we actually have a nurse who literally follows every single patient and calls them very frequently. So she's calling 1,200 people on a regular basis to make sure they're doing their therapy, they're comfortable, their pain is controlled. Um, they're progressing well and she makes sure that they follow up the doctor's office as required pretty much once a month for three months um, so Heather basically makes sure everybody's on the right track so we don't leave anything to chance everything is followed and checked by uh, pro at that
1: okay you got a checklist there without question um, give me a key, key role that uh, the uh, physical therapy department plays I would imagine that's huge as sure, far as so how it, the center's uh, physical therapy department uh, certainly portrays itself in the post-replacement process. Give me the steps yeah, there. Yeah,
0: so they're a big department. Uh, I imagine they probably have 50 people or so. And they that includes in the hospital, they actually get those patients up the day of the surgery. So we've dedicated people who are there, you know, morning to night, making sure everybody walks. The day they get that new replacement, whether it's hip or knee, they're walking and then they make sure they're safely walking even the next morning before they are allowed them to go home. And then when they're home, they send people from the hospital to their house to keep them moving at home. And once they're safe moving around, then there's an outpatient center where they continue to work with them. Uh, so they've pretty much got every base covered, um, and they're all very dedicated. They all love what they do, and it's a good bunch, um, and they get great results because of what they do.
1: There you go. Is it just kind of a given? We'll squeeze this in before we break. Um, Is it a given, doctor, based on genetics uh, that uh, people are going to have to go through this process? I guess the overall question here is um, how can people who are active, uh, you know, and maybe take uh, an active approach of prevention here regarding hip and knee problems, Um, Is it more of the musculoskeletal type system based on that from the beginning of time, uh, their overall health as it progresses with age and everything else? Is there any way to kind of uh, prevent or take necessary measures here?
0: Well, the answer is it's complicated. So you can start with Bo Jackson, who popped his hip out in professional football, and then subsequently needed a hip replacement, and then went into professional baseball, which was less contact. So you can injure yourself and need a hip replacement like, you know, Bo did, because Bo knew that. Uh, But most of us, it just kind of happens in life. But the main things are low-impact exercise, so walking 20 minutes every day. It keeps your brain working. And they showed recently, if you're walking the 9,900 steps, your chance of dementia is probably 30 to 50% less. So that's important, because with dementia... That's just a problem for everything in life. you got to keep the brain going. And when you keep the body going, it keeps you at the ideal weight, and it keeps your joints lubricated, and it preserves them as best as possible. The rest is genetics, which you just can't control. But you can control how much weight you put on the joint and how much exercise you do. So reasonable exercise every single day, 20 minutes, is your best way to keep yourself in shape from your mind to your legs.
1: It's all great information, and we'll continue it. As uh, we uh, continue our discussion with Doctor Peter Sultan. he happens to be uh, an orthopedic surgeon uh, over at the uh, Pecanic Bay Medical Center, and uh, more, more interesting talk, ladies and gentlemen, is coming up right after these words. And indeed, we're back. We are uh, in the midst of our discussion regarding asking medical experts each and every week. We give you an expert uh, folks in their respective field as far as the Bay Medical Center and all of that. Fine tuning uh, goes along with it uh, with our professionals on board here. And certainly one of them is Dr. Peter Salton. who happens to be an orthopedic surgeon. Very important tasks uh, these days uh, with uh, all of uh, what we're talking about, mainly with hip uh, and knee uh, type replacements and what it entails and the post uh, a process uh, after all set and done so uh, very important here uh doc uh, let's uh let's continue as far as the uh, discussion uh, is concerned again, the post period extremely important and you make an excellent point by the way uh, right before the break. Uh, In that of uh, being active Uh, to sit in a chair uh, is uh, not the way to go Uh, to have excessive weight that you're carrying around is not healthy for the joints and the bones. Certainly, you can alleviate that if you take care of yourself. That's pretty much what you're saying.
0: Yeah. So when my patients asked me what they should do, I explained to them that uh, there was a recent uh, campaign. And what it said is sitting is the new smoking. So I said, you're a smoker and there's not a lot of smokers anymore. So we don't need a lot of sitters either, because sitting, mm. as you just said, is not good for you. No don't question. a Modern day smoker. You got to be a no
1: question. You don't can uh, certainly take the reins on uh, many a thing in life, and this is certainly one of them. Keeping yourself in shape. Uh, what about the growth, uh, Doctor Salton, that uh, that you've seen, you've witnessed in orthopedics technology wise uh, during your tender over the, at the PBMC? How how is that kind of facilitated? Sure.
0: Well, well, we're able to get the latest advances in everything. Uh, Mostly we're using an alignment process, sort of like laser aligning the joint when we do it. You really want the doctor to have, one, a lot of experience when they do this. So at least 10 years of doing these cases is pretty important. Um, 20 is better. And uh, you want them to use some technology so they make sure they get it right. Similarly, you don't want the guy to come in your house for constructing and kind of like eyeball and be like, I think that's straight. You want them to know they're getting it in just right, because the straighter these implants are, generally the longer they're going to last for the patient. So it's got to be put in efficiently, accurately, uh, and then rehabbed correctly. So we use all the latest stuff that we think is the best to get that patient the result they need.
1: No doubt. You want to make sure you, you have the experts certainly in play there as far as uh, going about their business. Um, what, how how do some of the advances enhance the overall care? you know, provided to uh, to many resident out there?
0: Uh, yeah, so overall, I mean, you just want to get the right early result, meaning you get out of the hospital, you have no complications, you get your therapy so you're moving, your pain is controlled, but then the right technology and the right approach will give you a long-term result, which will generally be a lifetime result, meaning these will almost have a lifetime warranty. They will last for the rest of your life. A good joint, you're looking at 20 years, 30, some I've seen 40, Years of lasting. So that's an incredible thing that something that we can do for the person can literally last them the rest of their lives. Yeah. It all comes from doing it right the first time.
1: No question. No question. How can a lot of folks learn more regarding, uh, uh, you know, they're listening and they want to hear more about the orthopedic services over at PBMC? Where do they go?
0: Sure. I mean, we have some degree of web presence. You can uh, just Google it. You can Google my name or you Google Peconic Bay and uh, things come up. There's, uh, you know, hundreds of. I think we have a couple thousand reviews out there, um, and uh, talking to people is another good way. I mean, you talk to people who've had that case done, and the uh, the thing is we've done a lot at this point where there are a whole lot of patients out there who will tell you, oh, yeah, I went to PBMC, or, I traveled out from Garden City or Queens to the PBMC because I heard about them, and uh, I got a nice result. So uh, a lot of it is word of mouth, uh, but um, these days, part of word of mouth is what's written online, and there's uh, I've looked at it. Not recently, but there's a lot of nice things written about how we do things. So we
1: and, uh, could, and we're I
0: happy could, that people um, that agree with that.
1: Yeah. Now, a lot of people, listen, we've had you on a long time on um, various instances. Uh, your reputation speaks for itself. Dr. Peter Sultan, by the way, with an S-U-L-T-A-N, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so uh, certainly uh, check him out. Now, listen, every great surgeon comes with a great staff. Dr. Sultan. I'm sure you are equipped in that manner, no?
0: Oh sure, no. Was fantastic people working, uh, you know, at our multiple offices, the hospital. We have a great bunch of nurses, great physical therapists. Our operating room is fantastic. We have dedicated nurses we've worked with for, you know, well over a decade. In fact, my uh, my most senior nurse is almost 70. She retired, and now she works with me more because she came back to just do the days when I do the cases. So I've got the most experienced person in the hospital helping me out subsequent to her retirement because she enjoyed the cases so much.
1: That's excellent. Uh, That is uh, excellent. Now, talk to me a little about, you know, obviously you come out of a pandemic. Do you find more people now have uh, come out uh, uh, for help as far as their ailments are concerned from an orthopedic sense? Do they keep it kind of bottled up? Uh, Have you Uh, gotten uh, a surge over the last year or so?
0: We got a surge immediately after the pandemic where we had uh, more than – more cases than the capacity could hold. But then we caught up after a while. I mean, those first few months were hundreds and hundreds of people wanted to get their joints done because they couldn't get them done anywhere in the country or the world. So uh, we had that pent-up demand. But now it's even, and we're at this year busier uh, by uh, 20% than we'd ever been in the past. So it's a a banner year of us helping people. Um, So that's good. I think it's more that we've just honed the program down to do a, a nice job. And uh, people know that. And it's just, it's important. you got to get a nice job done. You don't want this done twice. You want it done once and you want it done right. You don't want them putting in an implant that won't last, that's going to get recalled, uh, that's not quite straight. All of that is not good for the patient. So I think we can say uh,
1: we, do right. uh, we, uh, do do. we do it right. I would think you do. it right. I would think you do. the midst a conversation here with the orthopedic surgeon, uh, Peter Salton, Dr. Salton, of course, Conoch Bay Medical Center. What about age groups, you know? We always used to think, Doc, of uh, of age, of uh, being kind of in the right area of uh, replacements. It's not the case as far as the young folks. They're not exempt anymore. I know I've heard a lot of storylines of of folks in their early 30s uh, who have uh, needed to get something done here. Uh, have you experienced that? Do you find that becoming a little bit more of a trend?
0: Well, we used to put them off, but the answer is we don't anymore because the implants are lasting. So, if somebody is in the 30s, but more 40s, 50s, we're not going to say wait, you know, another 20 years and be miserable. We right. can take care of that joint because it turns out they do last 30 years. So, why make them wait 10 years to be miserable? Uh, so, we don't do that. We actually do do these surgeries on much younger people um, to an extent. We still will try conservative things, but when it fails, uh, you know, I... Had one gentleman. I think he's uh, early thirties, a, a construction type guy. Did his knee because you know he was absolutely miserable. Mm. Absolutely, bad. and now he's he's happy. He's living his life. His wife is happy that he's walking around pain free. His leg is straight. So you can help people at all ages if they really if they come to the point where they need it.
1: Gotcha. Uh, important stuff uh, without question. Talk to me a little bit about management. You know, we have seen the the Andy Mitchells come and go, and uh, we know how uh, the hospital. Uh, has been just ele- as elevating itself uh, yeah. beyond as far as reputation there. How important is the management, support, and everything else?
0: Yeah, so we've just continued. So Andy is still in the area. He's a resident of the area, and he's still around. He still supports our initiatives. I've seen him at uh, fundraisers and things because they're working on the new emergency room, expanding that uh, with a recent donation from uh, one of the local families. Uh, so it's very important. We need to be supported by our hospital, uh, because we don't do this in a, in a vacuum, uh, so it's very good. It's continued to progress, uh, and it continues to help all of us to have um, a, a great group of people. Uh, now that Andy is retired, but still he's 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 around the area. He's he's still part of this community, but um, the new group is absolutely continues to support what we do, and it's critical. That's the only way we can
1: advance is to have no question behind no, us. No question, uh, Doc. You've been at it this uh, a long time. Could you have envisioned yourself? Uh, final question for you. Can you have envisioned yourself doing anything else? You seem to just love what you do. No, I do
0: very, very much enjoy it. I'm very happy. Uh, it's a great thing to do. I enjoy every day. I love seeing patients every single day. I uh, do love doing the cases. Uh, so I'm very lucky I found something that's uh, that I get to help people and uh, uh, support my family in the process. So it's good it's good things.
1: Well, that's great stuff. And uh, how many years now at the Pecanic Bay for yourself?
0: So I came here in September of 2005, so we're about to hit 19 full years.
1: How about that? 19 years, almost two decades of service uh, for Dr. Uh, Peter Salton, orthopedic surgeon uh, extraordinaire, as I say, uh, over at the great uh, PBMC. Doc, uh, listen, a very happy new year. Uh, Thank you for kicking us off here in 2024 on the segment. And uh, we will continue to watch and learn, and hopefully we'll have you on down the road. How was that?
0: yeah thank you very much very much appreciate it have a great year
1: you got it dr peter sultan ladies and gentlemen an old friend popping on as far as the show is concerned ask the medical experts what do you say we do it again next saturday okay stay safe stay well stay healthy jay oliver here we'll see you then